Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, everybody. And today we're performing the most tepid insurrection in all of mankind. <laughs> it's not even an insurrection. Just what like, are they uh, insurrecting against? I don't know. I don't understand. Like the, I mean, I guess the, this has to have a title, but... The Federation's lame plan... We are performing. This is a formal, like, more like a formal discom, like, uh, complaint, as opposed to an insurrection. Like, like, is it supposed to be a big deal that they're disobeying orders from Starfleet because yeah. they literally just did it? I mean, that's like the, the last... Enterprise's mo. They do that yeah. all the fucking time. It should be the USS inter- insurrection. That's a baller name for a spaceship. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it's like we follow anybody's words. <laughs> Do, should we send the insurrection? Probably not. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll turn coat motherfuckers. They'll fucking <laughs> fire back at us. <laughs> why did we uh, even make this ship? <laughs> With this treacherous... Why did, we, why did we clone Benedict Arnold to make her then the captain? <laughs> we made a starship pirating vessel. <laughs> Wicked day, but uh, terrible, terrible. It's like the USS Vengeance, as we'll see later. Like wicked name for a ship, but yeah, I think uh, this is a movie that doesn't need to be. No, not at all. It's like I don't know if anything needs to be in like a universal sense or whatever but like this this just feels like a contractual obligation <laughs> this, is a commit, this is a commitment movie this is what this is yeah this is, this uh, is uh we had the cameras we had to do it we got everybody together we have the time we don't really want to sit and think of like a great story because say what you will about like first contact there's at least a reason for that story to happen you know what I mean? There's a there's a driving crux to that I, last one. As we, I don't know. As we're getting through this, uh, part of me is just like, was first contact just lightning in a fucking bottle? Did they just accidentally get something right when they got first yeah. contact? Yeah, maybe. That's because this just feels too. like more generations without the horses. <laughs> They're even on rocks. I wrote that down. <laughs> there's more people on rocks fighting on rocks. <laughs> Outside of Los Angeles somewhere. Uh, you like, know, where all those westerns happened. Yeah. Uh. It's, it's right where the Bill and Ted got killed by Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Which I think was the rock where they fought the Gorn. I think that's I the think same. So. Isn't that like the movie trivia related to that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's a 1998 directed again by Jonathan Frakes. It's mm-hmm. just. It's here. It's it's. Something had to come out in 1998, and this was it. I guess. Yeah, 1998 also an amazing year for movies. Oh hell yeah. This Star is Trek also was not... <laughs> Star Trek was not among them. No. It was like, you know, an amazing year for it to be in a theater. Yeah. Not if you wanted to see Star Trek. <laughs> but yeah. If you Yeah, cuz like what, Armageddon came out that year. Mm-hmm. I remember Dr. Really Doolittle. Strong year, strong year for movie. a lot of stuff. Like so many I can't even name any. Yeah. 
this this uh, Halloween H two O was uh, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, just going based off memory. I'm not looking anything up. Right. This movie doesn't fucking deserve it. <laughs> it. We're talking before we started recording. It just feels like a nice two-parter or a forgettable mm-hmm. two-parter of the show. Like, yeah. if we tweak some details around. Like a really dolled-up installment of Next Generation, which is probably, like, it exemplifies and amplifies all the things that I just really don't like about Next Generation. So it's just, wow, this is here. Yep. You did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why it exists. I don't either. There's not even... Even terrible movies have, like, uh, you know, have reasons for, like... The story's not great. That's the thing. Is like, I just wish we had something... A better hook. You know what well, I mean? Well, because, like, the twists that they try to do, I see them coming from a mile off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not really that great at twists. And... There's some stuff that I, sure, I do kind of like, and I wish that, like, that would have been the thing, like the whole Federation doing some sort of morally dubious uh, project on the fringes of space to help with the war effort or whatever. Uh, But, you know, what what we got, what is presented here, uh, man, (laughs) I just can't, I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, well, it's just. I think yeah, the story is a big, the biggest problem with it is that there's nothing. Everything is so bog standard. It's just you know you're like yeah they're they're the same people. It's, yeah. I I I mean I kind of figured that out. Yes. Yeah. It's like wow, what a, what a twist, you know what a. And, it, and like none of it. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's that's really all I got. That's, I that's what, yeah, I, this is my first time watching it, and I was just so underwhelmed. I remember seeing it before and just being like, yeah, why does that? Huh. It's like, it's perfect to have on, if you're like, man, I want something that's Star Trek and on in the background while you like clean, like clean your living room and you don't want to watch it, but you want it to be Star Trek related. This is good. This is good Star Trek filler. It's like a Star Trek screensaver with a narrative for what it nah, is. Nah, that's the motion picture. <laughs> that is, too. I mean, this is technically better than the motion picture. I mean, that's true. I, I will give credit where credit is due. Like, I like a lot of the the crew interactions I thought were really good. Like, yeah. I liked how Picard interacted with, you know, everybody in uh, Riker and uh, Troy's relationship. I thought was really good. You know, I, more of that, just with a better whatever the fuck we're supposed to be doing. Well, it's I don't think we get much reason to care about the what is it? What are these people's names? The, the Baku, the, the Baku, yeah, Baku, yeah, yeah, and uh, the the other ones, the sonar. melt faces, yeah, the sonar. <laughs> the, <laughs> They've got big ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just a bit of a step down from the borg and going back in time oh hell yeah, yeah. this really is this is like what a, 
Oh man, you know it's uh, just competent. I, yeah, I mean, you can tell that there are a lot of people who really wanted to go to work that day. Mm-hmm. That's it. They just wanted to, the job. Yeah. Um, We're gonna make a Star Trek thing, and by God, they did it. They certainly did. Well, you wanna wanna hop right into the hay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with the children hey the kids hay. yeah that's how hey. this, this starts. yeah yeah they're looking for needles <laughs> they're looking for a plot <laughs> just, i think we got it <laughs> i think we're chasing it down yeah this uh yeah it's uh it's a big idyllic world here on the uh... briar patch the Briar Patch is like the area of space around it. The I can't fucking remember the name of the planet, but yeah. Did they the, give it a name? I think they did, but I I probably missed it. I was half asleep. This movie was. Oh, yeah. Man. Well, <laughs> it's an idyllic paradise here on wherever the fuck we are. <laughs> on the fucking. You know what this reminded me the most of? Like, if you play a real time strategy game and you're starting out your civilization, this is what it reminded me of. You got all your villagers working the fields and they're gathered yeah, stuff it's for just, your base. It's just like what Age of Empires would be like <laughs> if there were no war. It is, man. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah. It's just, it's just them. Like they never grow old. They never get tired. They just grow fucking. <laughs> they just get grow the field. more wheat and have kids. <laughs> and once the wheat runs out, they just plant more wheat. <laughs> it's paradise here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're dealing with the Baku, the space Amish. <laughs> they really are. Oh, yeah, we had warp travel just like you. <laughs> Turned it away. Decided that took us way far, far away. F wanted to find this planet. Mm -hmm. Now we raise bonds. <laughs> Instead of raising hell, we raise bonds. Well, we've been here about 300 years, homesteading. Mm -hmm. Like, I just couldn't connect with the Baku. I <laughs> couldn't either. I was, they look like, just like people, too. They're, they're the so most half-assed alien race I've ever seen in my entire life. Half-assed doesn't even begin to cut it. Are they it's distant like... cousins to whatever the fuck Malcolm McDowell was two movies ago? Probably. That's, <laughs> they go to the same wardrobe department. That's oh, what yeah. lights them. Yeah. Space just has uh, a bunch of uh, alien races that aliens, look exactly... quote, unquote. Or are they more aliens in the fact that they're not supposed to be there? Like illegal aliens. <laughs> like well, they're going to get deported are, off the briar patch. <laughs> I mean, it isn't where they're naturally from, according to Admiral, Admiral Doherty. Doherty. Uh, yeah. Doggerty. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, give me something. Can you make them not, like, like. Fuck up their, like, noses or give them weird foreheads or something. Paint Antennas. them fucking beige or something. <laughs> paint them beige. They are beige. They're the most beige the race of Star Trek. And then one of them, they all got a wild idea that maybe they wanted to go out into space and see what else is out there. So they kicked them out and made them melt faces. <laughs> Well, they the 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 sonar made themselves melt faces, I guess. 
with a plastic be, surgery. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to be forever, forever young. <laughs> wait, 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 like what, Rod Stewart? I guess. <laughs> same, same thing that Rod Stewart's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they decided to go Before out there and be show, space Rod just, Stewart. He's just pulling his face back up. <laughs> If you like my butt. Jesus Christ. The two most boring, archetypable uh. alien races I've ever seen in my entire life. And the Federation decided to spy on them. <laughs> See what their deal is. They'd never seen See one of these before. <laughs> Yo, know, just, you know. They were feeling voyeurist, voyeuristic one day. <laughs> they decided surreptitiously to install an invisible blind well, where I they could look. The... Huh? Well, they could look. And it was like, yes, uh, Admiral, this is what life would be like if we were fucking boring. You <laughs> yeah. Go. You're supposedly what the beginning of civilization was like for humans. This is what it was like. You ever played Age of Empires, sir? It's just like uh, leaving the people to do whatever on Age of Empires. It was like mm-hmm. if the Sims were agrarian. <laughs> yeah. Uh. And uh, they're having a, uh, you know, they're just, they're just living their best life and then laser fire. Mm-hmm. Data's gone haywire. Yeah. He's lost his shit. We don't know why for a good long while, but he's running through, and I guess uh, Data and a couple other Starfleet officers are camouflaged. They're invisible. Yeah, um, they gave themselves predator technology. Yeah, exactly. They're stealth boys from Fallout. This is about the coolest that the movie gets, and they drop all of the stealth technology. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, that stuff's expensive. Uh, you gotta mad about. <laughs> yeah, uh, but basically, Data beats up the other two, two or three Starfleet officers, and then removes his helmet. And then the Baku are like, "Oh my God, there's a floating head!" And yeah, and uh, you worship me as though I am your <laughs> God. Yeah, your pale-faced Lord. Uh, no, he does not do that. No, that'd also be interesting. That would be wicked. But no, he just uh shoots at the uh, observation post, and then it, uh, you know, decloaks, I guess you'd say. Yeah, and chokeslam. He does, like, a whole on like, invisible fight that we have to see through infrared, because, like, he does, like, a, a by-God chokeslam mm-hmm. and a, you know, a clothesline. He's using all the best moves. He's hot-dogging and grandstanding out there. <laughs> as, as Data usually does. I realize <laughs> Data, this. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Data's oh. all about that. He gets heat. He's a heat mm-hmm. magnet, Data. He has Starfleet officers to throw on toilet paper and like some <laughs> cans at him. Boom. Oh, fuck you, Data. Uh, no, I was thinking, as I was watching this, God, all of these movies, well, so far, a majority of these movies, Data is, like, the central character, or at least a central, like, piece of, like, next generation movies. Yep. He's the Spock. Yeah. I mean, I guess. If we're drawing one-to-one comparisons. I know, you're right. I mean, that's totally true. And I, I get the turn in the uh, turn and everything on its head. I just, ah, oh, man. I never really connected with Data. Hmm. <laughs> I hear there's services for that. 
<laughs> get I'm Bluetooth. Sure. I gotta call the IT department. <laughs> um, meanwhile, at the Enterprise, they're wearing bitchin' formal uniforms. Mm-hmm. It's like Navy dress whites. Oh, yeah. And that is pretty cool. Yeah, they're all getting ready for... Well, they they got a political shindig going on. The Federation uh, looking for allies wherever they can get it. So they're, you know, courted the queen of the... Uh, uh, yeah, they just got they just got warp one this year. I don't know why we're adding them to the Federation. Well, as, as uh, they love their little hats. Somebody says like, well, the Feder like I think the card says that the Federation is like getting allies wherever they can get it. And I was like, yeah, but they got warp one. Like, you're just gonna like fucking crash speed there. them through joining the federation just to send them into god damn that is dark sending these poor people as cannon fodder <laughs> into the dominion they'll get there yeah come join <laughs> we'll give you all of this alien technology we'll advance your race now if you'll excuse us please fly to this fucking meat grinder <laughs> fight the jabadar good luck <laughs> bye yeah yeah, damn, yeah. We, that's more, you do have lovely beadwork. <clears throat> yeah, thank you for putting it on. I did like the, as Patrick Stewart always does with these movies, he commits, uh, he puts those beads on his head and he's ready to dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with these uh, alien race of three-foot-tall turtle-looking people. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what exactly to call them. They're the most alien fucking people. Those yeah. should have been the fucking Baku. <laughs> I was just thinking that. They should have been the... That would have been fucking... Watch it all, all 600 of those little Skittles trying to run up the fucking mountain to the cave, trying to avoid like being slowly turtled and like warped into the... like Beamed in, in a dangerous game of tag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're we're, not, we're not going to kill you, we swear. Yeah, no, no, we can't kill all these people. We gotta ham-fistedly do a trail of tears. Yeah, I guess that's right, isn't it? Or something. Fuck, man. I get it's, it. There's all kinds of, like, we're, we're... It doesn't commit with any of the ethical concerns. Yeah. Like, I, everything is so... Uh, that mm. it's like... It doesn't matter. Like... Yeah. It's only, they're like, it's only 600 people. And I'm like, yeah, that's not a lot of people. <laughs> There's 600 people, and they don't even, that's not even their home. It's not even where they're from. <laughs> 300 years. So, and like, I'm also just like, it's a big planet. Yeah. There's only 600 of them. Can't you just go to the other side and build shit there? Right. Or does this fucking whatever the fuck harvester machine require everybody to be... Like, well, they're gonna, no. they're gonna suck up. You gotta, you gotta take all of the energy so that you can reproduce it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> God. So yeah, that's uh, where we get Admiral uh, Shannon Doherty uh, <laughs> yeah. shows up and uh, says that Data's gone crazy. Well, Jordy says that the Admiral wants to speak with and wanted to get uh, Data's schematics because. Mm-hmm. They needed data to be there to observe the Baku I, for purposes. Whatever reason, I guess, because, you know, he's the best science officer they got. He can science the fuck out of things. Yeah. We need data to collect our data. Nobody does it better. Yeah. Yeah. Think of it with this is the Federation strategy. You, you know, 
use data to collect data. Yep. Big data. They're all about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're like, oh, did he take the emotion chip? And he's like, no, he did not take his emotions chip. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'd be hysterical right now. Otherwise, he would be interesting. <laughs> he would be. It's just... Yeah. Well, meanwhile, we're we're going to meet our alien race of the sonar, played by Salieri himself. Mm-hmm. F. Murray Abraham, really oh, slumming man. it here in his, in well, his facelift I mean, chair. Not necessarily, like, I don't fault... I really just fault the people writing oh, the movie. Oh, no, wasted them, it. Uh, yeah, like, fucking... What a bad use of F. Murray Abraham. Like, that dude's a fucking... He's a badass actor. It's just like, god damn it. I want him to be such a better villain. Well, same with Malcolm McDowell. Same with all these, really. Yeah. Besides the Borg Queen, they don't... Actually, even the Borg Queen's not all that... Mm-hmm. Inter- like, I just don't think these movies know how to make villains that are very compelling. Well, they don't necessarily need a villain all the time, do they? I think that's another problem they fall, fall into. Like, thinking that they need, like, a big grand antagonist where Star Trek's usually about, like, you know, teamwork solving a problem. Yeah. I mean, but this specific story needs some guide otherwise. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, it's the facelift chair, because the whole thing is that they're melt faces. Mm -hmm. They, They just look... I don't know. Best way to describe it's melty. <laughs> yeah, they look kind of like, uh, what would it be? If you left slices of lunch meat out and you, like, you know, kind of, like, microwaved it to your face and then stretched it around. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. also, for some reason, Worf is here. Yeah. Not in the facelift chair, but on the <laughs> Enterprise. And they're just like, pack up your things. We're not taking you back to TS9 quite yet. You need to be in a movie. But yeah, he's... Uh, so Worf is here, because yeah, I think he's supposed to be on Deep Space Nine. Never really watched it. Can't tell you. Mm-hmm. But He's usually there, but you know, when there's a movie going on, gotta have Worf show up. It's a rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so they decide to go and like... the. The weight of the briar patch, you can't use. It's nebulous and unexplained, but you can't just warp there and warp out. It's got environmental concerns. Mm-hmm. And I guess, of... <clears throat> sorry, I guess that uh, like communications are also spotty in the briar patch, so it's hard to get messages to and from. Yeah. It, well, it's all just to stop this from being solved by a phone call. Exactly. You, you start to see that they've set this up in a lot of ways to be very specific. Yeah. Like, these people are like, oh, no, we gave up our warp technology, so that way we don't have to deal with any of this prime directive Prime directive bullshit. shit, yeah. Otherwise, what would we do? I don't know, move on? Yeah, I get, well, whoopsie. Pretty much, like... Yeah, but oh, we can't contact Starfleet because if we did, they'd be like, "Hey, this is evil." Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that like part of the thing where like Admiral Doherty's like, "We, we've uh, approved this like 
the Federation's approved this whole like operation. Yeah, but deal. they didn't see all the fun kids playing in hay. <laughs> a, what do you mean they got hay? What do you mean they got children <laughs> in hay? Children uh, in hay? We can't do that. <laughs> Fucking hit the button. Cancel. Cancel. Cancel yeah, our abort. subscription. Yeah, we got to stop this. On, <laughs> uh, oh, don't want in on that. Uh, but yeah, they're on the way there. Uh, Darity's like, yeah, you got 12 hours to get data. And that's it. Otherwise, we're blowing him up. <laughs> we're going 5G. <laughs> <laughs> we're going strictly snail mail. We're going to start hand delivering our missives. We're Morse code. That'll be much quicker. <laughs> our missives. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they have them. Don't be so dismissive. Probably a lot. I mean, I believe the sonar have a lot of... A lot of missives against the Baku Verada Nikto. Uh, but uh, yeah, good news. Data's flying up. He's going dogfighting. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, commandeered a, a ship and he's flying down to the planet. Yep. And the uh, Worf and Picard take the sh- sh- shuttle. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking shuttle it's basically the dinghy the enterprise (laughs) yeah the raft (laughs) they apparently have a captain's yacht though i guess that's fucking uh why okay well that's where picard keeps this fucking arsenal in crates (laughs) on the captain's yacht that's where he goes he lights up hundreds because they don't need money (laughs) replicates himself a cuban cigar and flies on the captain's yacht Downing Romulan air, firing <laughs> weapons into the space, cackling wildly about it all before going back to his day job. <laughs> Fucking quoting Shakespeare and like blazing hell and glory onto the landscape. Reading old classics. <laughs> uh, you excuse me from this revelry? I've got to catch up on my Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> but it's okay because uh you know data's gonna do his dog fighting and he's really good at it because he's a robot yeah <laughs> but they programmed him with some gilbert and sullivan because he is pro he's going for a play and <laughs> so you just gotta bizarre. <laughs> of bizarre things in star trek this is like wow because doesn't if he doesn't have his emotion ch- emotional chip, why is he reacting to Gilbert and Sullivan? Does because he get he the power singing without heart? <laughs> That's why it's uninspired. There's no heart behind the performance. It's just a mechanical recitation of the words. No, because he was. They were like trying to do something with the subroutines, or I don't know, man. He's just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. <laughs> This is a lucky roll if I ever saw one. Picard rolled a fucking 20, and the DM just rolled with it. That's all that I can fucking speculate. It's like a luck and wisdom check, all at, Good. like at both. Any other fucking captain, this would blow up in their face. <laughs> like... Shatner wouldn't even know any Gilbert and Sullivan. You'd just look at it like, I can never sing. <laughs> just any other captain, just like, do we, does he know? Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs> Sullivan? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that's exactly what Benjamin Sisko would do. That's his first. <laughs> that's the decision tree. Yeah. First, Gilbert and Sullivan. Then, diplomacy. <laughs> uh, are, you, are you aware of Gilbert and Sullivan? Oh, I, I, Worf's like, I, I haven't worked here in a while. <laughs> I, just, I uh, liked that line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they work there? Or? And, like, Picard admonishes him for not knowing <laughs> very specific fucking... I, I do like how Picard gives a lot of people shit in this. He seems much happier than he was the last time around. Uh, for you obvious know, reasons, of course. But well, the radiation affects you. You know, it does all kinds of things. Makes you rebellious. Uh, firms up your tits. Does everything. <laughs> it really does. That was As also a... fucking like, oh man. As opposed to every other kind of radiation that just kills you slowly. <laughs> right. Some of that good radiation. <laughs> this is some Spider-Man shit. This is that 1960s Marvel radiation that makes everything magically strong. Makes everything as a, wicked awesome. As opposed to our modern radiation that gives you cancer. Yeah, it melts your face and you lie there in misery as your DNA scatters on an atomic level. You know, for kids. Mm-hmm. But while these did, it's too busy uh, singing about what a, a model captain should be. Or something. I don't really know. I'm not brushed up. I'm like Gilbert and Sullivan. Yeah. It's, you know. It's good. I like the the wordplay. Yeah. Yeah. And then they dock with the ship. And they do a a, a double dock. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they lock together. Much Mm -hmm. like Gilbert and Sullivan did. It's all about symbolism. Yeah. And uh, they beam him up. Mm Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they have now captured data. So no need to go 5G. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and then they beam to the surface and find a whole bunch of kids playing hacky sack. Mm-hmm. Like, they're looking at in awe because there's, like, eight... Yeah. Eight pro-hacky sack different ha- hacky sack, you know, children going at once. You know, that's... Like, look at the intelligence and the coordination. And the perception. Look how good a hacky sack they are. This is fucking rad, Deanna mm-hmm. Troy says. Uh, yeah, and they bring up how, like, man, their perception must be off the charts. Does this factor into anything in the future? No. No. No, it's more things about the Baku that make them different. They're an alien race that is Amish and good at hacky sack. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much what they do. Like they rejected all technology, and but they know about you know androids and warp. We explored the galaxy for a long, long time before we came here. <laughs> yeah, we did all that. Yeah, the galaxy. We went around. We settled. Did all kinds of things. Then we decided, fuck it, not for us. And uh, yeah, that's how we became uh, space Amish that we are today. Would you like a quilt? Hmm. Our artisans have been working on this for 40 years. <laughs> and in 30 years, they'll become masters themselves. Yeah, because that's like the whole thing. The radiation keeps them perpetually young. Unlike Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rod Stewart's getting his face lifted on. The... No, that's the sonar. 
They're entirely different people. Their faces aren't melted. The Baku's faces are entirely put together. Oh, man. In a twist that I saw coming from a mile away. Yeah, it's not It's not a deep twist. It's not, a, it's not much of a twist at all. It's more of a rub. Mm-hmm. It's not even a twist. <coughs> but, yeah. The main guy, the chief or whatever of the hippie commune of space Amish. I I hate the Baku. The, he he explains it like, yeah, I know about warp and uh, mechanical men. Mm-hmm. We know all about your spacefaring federation. Not not so much to be recorded by that federation, of course. Uh, no, no. I mean, we we gave up. Uh, we we did all this well before you ever did anything. Well, I guess, yeah, 300 years ago would be... 350 years ago, yeah, it would have yeah, been... Yeah, would be before... Yeah, okay, fair. That's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. My yeah, bad. and then they decided to live in the uh, the briar patches. Just do nothing. <laughs> Just live a life of hay and grass. Forever. And yeah, <laughs> since this planet has nothing but abundance... Yeah. And no dark sides or anything, and the radiation is a helpful variety that only seems to be here and only here. Right. Yeah, but uh, like everybody, it, it affects you, and, and mentally it turns you younger, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, it's like <clears throat> rejuvenation. Like, it's not even like, it would be... That would be, you know, a, a nice wrinkle if it was like, oh, over time it turns you absolutely crazy, like a Lazarus pit sort of deal. No, like, there needs no, to be a trade-off. Like, you can't have just perpetually like awesome radiation. Nope, nope, it's perfectly fine. Turns uh, Picard rebellious like a teenager, just deages it. Makes Riker go up to Troy and be like, hey, we should shack up. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that uh, why? That was the impression that I got. I get. I mean, that's yeah. Okay. Was that's why he became more impulsive and shaved his beard, which is how we know that it's not good Star Trek anymore because he doesn't have his beard. Exactly. I was like, he like Jonathan <clears throat> Frakes is great. He does not like. He he needs to keep the beard. Looks better with the beard. Just not right without the with uh without the beard. He's one of those. You know, beard boy for life. Mm-hmm. Just like me. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, they... I say a Sona weapon. Yeah, they they figure out that Data was shot. Which is why he has... Like, you can see, like, his neck wound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a couple shots when we get a close-up of him. Yeah, he looks like he got hit with something. And uh, he wasn't, like, hacked or anything. When he was shot... It set his programming into survival mode. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, turned off everything that, except, like, ethical concerns and things that'll keep him alive. Fine dining and breathing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and Data doesn't breathe. I need a chili dog and a bag of cocaine. <laughs> it's just all that he, he's just this, I don't. I also didn't understand the explanation. Like, so he decided that ethically all he needed to do was expose and hold everyone hostage. 
I don't I don't get that either. Cause Jordy tries to explain it to Picard and Picard was like, Oh, so is so good and bad still turned on and Jordy was like, Yeah, I mean he basically like shrugs and he was like, A form of it, I guess, sorta, you know. Whatever whatever way you could judge that. Captain, I think this is what's called a plot hole. We should just drop it and leave it alone. <laughs> we should not discuss this ever again. The dangers of artificial intelligence become more and more obvious the longer it goes around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just forget it ever happened. Like uh, those poor officers that were fucking clotheslined and fucking yeeted. Mm-hmm. The, doesn't matter. They didn't They're keep fun. his job. Yeah. Well, um, you know, if you do if you do good deeds like expose uh, huge corruption within the Federation, you get to keep your job. Yeah, that's how that works. It's not like he works for money. It's not like any of them do. It's a buzz. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, well, like, yeah, you ever wonder why they do that then? Like, yeah, you get to be a captain, and then what? Well, you know personal fulfillment you wanna I would do terrible in the Star Trek universe <laughs> it's just, just a world without want and you can do whatever you whatever the hell you could possibly want to do ever it'd just mostly be like replicating cokes it's like hey I'll give me a coca cola <laughs> hey, I'll take another coca cola <laughs> just be the guy in the corner give me a coca cola Oh, that's that's good. Give me another Coca Cola. All right, give me. Do you guys have anything for diabetes? (laughs) Yeah, I'll take a Coca Cola. (laughs) This is the best life. This is great. All I have is Coca Cola, and then, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Why? Why would you join Starfleet? You'll probably die. Yeah, but you're gonna die anyway. So why not? You know, explore the universe and get into wild wacky adventures i just want a holodeck give me a holodeck and a replicator and i'm well, good to you gotta go join starfleet to get to the holodeck now nah, it sounds like that's uh it sounds like that's money if you exchanging hands sir <laughs> yeah and it post scares <laughs> you know one of them societies uh everybody's got a holodeck in their bathroom <laughs> just the bathroom though got a what barter more to get a holodeck somewhere else? Yeah, how does this work? Ah, whatever. Don't well, think how about do it. you get an apartment? Well, Kirk you ask has for like one. homes. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me that one. I also need a vacation <laughs> home in Montana. All right, sweet. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have money, how does that work? Do you all timeshare? Is it everyone's house? Do you all no, take turns? Yours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's in one of those ways, like, you know how uh, in an online multiplayer game, everybody gets to have, like, their own little spot? Sort of like oh. that, like the Matrix. Everything's an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> it's all instanced. Yeah. 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 No, you just ask for it. <laughs> you say, I want this here. And they're like, okay. Well, yeah, like, why is the Federation, why do they give a shit? They're in a post-scarcity society. Just make more ships. Well, they do. Make more. Make more <laughs> things that make more ships. You're, you're, nothing's stopping you. They do. They have tons of ships, but we can follow the Enterprise. 
Yeah, they just have that. And uh, if there's anything remotely threatening Earth, it's the only thing that's in range. <laughs> that's true. Well, right now, they, you know, I'll, I'll give them a pass because there's, you know, war going on. So. Yes, between them and the Dominion, which is a card game. <laughs> no, they're like mm. a whole other. Whole they're other, like an uh... evil federation. Yeah, kind of, sort of. You know, they're. Uh... Um. How would I put this? There's like a, a race called like the Founders or like Shapeshifters who like founded the Dominion. So they like clone all kinds of like the people that run their government are cloned and the Jem'Hadar like cloned uh, like shock troops that they send into wars. So they mass produce people. Sort of conquer huh. instead of like getting people to join amicably. But they're from a whole other quadrant of the galaxy. Ah. I'm paraphrasing that terribly, but that's sort of the Beta Quadrant. I can't remember. I want to say the Delta Quadrant. Yeah, Yeah, that'd be... I mean, there'd only be four. Yeah. Hence the name. See? (laughs) Again, I'm not looking it up right now because we're doing this, but... Yeah, it's not important. The movie doesn't seem to give a shit about it, so why should we? Exactly. Like, they mention stuff from from that, but, you know, it's not like it has any, like, overarching... Yeah, you know, something about the Dominion War, that might have made for a cool movie. That would have been cool, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have time for that. Yeah. Bummer. Best I can give you is Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. How about bald Tom Hardy? Does he do anything for you? Yeah, I wonder... Uh, that'll be interesting. I'll have to look into that, because... Wonder how long after the Dominion War Nemesis takes place? Because the Romulans are allied with the Federation in the Dominion War. Huh. Yeah. It's a whole thing. There's a really amazing Deep Space Nine episode called "In the Pale Moonlight" about it. Yeah, uh, about dancing with the devil. Yeah, yeah. That's actually literally why Ronald D. Moore, I think, titled the episode that, and then they found out that has no. Because he thought it was like something from folklore that Jack Nicholson was quoting, but Jack Nicholson just literally made that up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, still. Yeah. He made it a thing. That's how it works. Yeah. Good line. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, the away team investigates while uh, Riker is in a hot tub with Troy getting shaved. Yeah. It's not as bad as you think. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, it's like, got a call from the Admiral. It's not a good time. Patch him through. <laughs> and I thought this would also be a Zoom call. Like, Riker was just going to just flex all over him. Was, like, <laughs> One of those fucking moments where it's like, I'm fucking <laughs> Bill Riker. Check me out. Yeah? So what? Yes, yeah. that is the ship's counselor shaving my face in a hot tub. <laughs> what of it? Oh, you it's want Picard? It's called true to... <laughs> love, Admiral. What? It's called diplomacy, Admiral. Yeah. Look it up, sweetheart. And uh, he's like, like well, no, I keep... Picard, Picard's time's up. He had 12 hours to fuck off. Yeah, this is an A-B situation. Tell him to go fuck himself. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, Riker files that away. Yeah. You and know, he sends, to... uh, he sends Picard a text. He's like, hey, uh, Admiral Doherty's being a real uh, dick about things. Fucking TikTok, you're on the clock, Cap. Yep, and we go to a lake. 
And cool thing is about all these, uh, like the hills. The hills have like fucking Kelvinite. It doesn't matter. It fucks with the tricorders. The lake is unnaturally deep. Data walks into it. Like, yeah, that's your problem. Got a, <laughs> you got got a, a spaceship. It. <laughs> got a spaceship in it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, there's a spaceship in the lake, and it turns out there was going to be a plot. They were going to swindle them. They were gonna they were gonna take these people and put them on a spaceship that looked exactly like their village, and then they were gonna drop these people off somewhere that they never expected. Or I thought they were just gonna keep them on the hollow ship forever. I thought they were supposed to get them off, like get with them there, get them off, and put them on a completely other planet. Because, uh, like, like I said, the harvester thing would kill everybody. Because I thought that was part of the Federation's deal was they didn't want to kill the people there. Yeah, because the the sonar. I mean, I have notes for the rest of the movie, but it 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 all just it all blends lumps. together. It's it's not good. I saw it yesterday, and I fucking forgot most of this. I saw um, it like just a few hours ago, and I'm still fuzzy. Yeah, it's not great. But essentially, the Sonar want to go back home, because this used to be their planet, because they are the same people as the Baku. Gasp. Yeah. And so that way, the radiation can unfuck them, because they got old. Yeah. And that's why they have to keep doing facelifts. Yeah, they want to stop doing facelifts. It's not like a, it's not a vanity or a beauty thing. It's about immortality, see? Yeah. And so they want to bottle that immortality and sell it so that the Federation can be forever young. Well, I guess the Federation's idea is like, we'll, we'll go in with this on the, with the sonar because we could basically use that radiation to heal up our soldiers and our, like, heal up the people on Starfleet that have, you know, to kind of compensate for all these heavy losses they've been taking in the Dominion War. Or cure aging. That too. You know, all the benefits of this, like, nothing but positive radiation. Yeah, literally nothing could go wrong radiation. Mm -hmm. No downsides, nothing. Radiation. And, uh, yeah, so that they want to relocate all these people, and Picard says no. Yeah, this is, this is the terrible, horrible plan. What is wrong with you? You're disgusting. You fill my... You fill my mind with shame. You befoul it, my air. You suck. <laughs> it says, yeah, nothing good's ever came from a forced relocation of people. And uh, the Admiral's like, yeah, but there's only 600 of them. And he's like, well, how many is two? Like, what's the number? A thousand? A million? But there's not know. a thousand. There's not a million. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, shoot. Let's say a thousand. I mean, yeah, we'll cap this off at, like, a thousand. We're way, way, way below that threshold, Captain Picard. Well, and I mean, there's certain times where you got to relocate people because, like, it saved their life. Like, say, uh -huh. if the radiation that was keeping all of them alive were to suddenly not be alive. Right. Or not. Got to relocate turn them. like, turn deadly. Yeah. Turned out at 400 years, it starts, like, you know, killing you. Yeah, you get a Flowers for Algernon situation where you think that, like, 
you know, it's a good idea to stay there farming crops perpetually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, like, messes with your... Well, not mess with your mind, but it, like, changes it. Apparently, you can make time stop. I guess. I didn't understand that shit. Yeah, imagine. If you could have a perfect moment, you can just stop it. Yeah. You this put time on a bottle. This planet. Yeah, this is what is the Federation the... wants. What? Or is it the power of that lady? Because Picard does it. It's the power of love, Devin. That's what it is. Power <laughs> no, that's that's power you, Lewis. Power one-sided attraction. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we haven't mentioned um, Angie. A- yeah. Anigie. Arn. Yeah. Uh, you know. She's a. Uh, She's like one cougar. of the, yeah. She's like one of the leader ladies of the of the Baku. Yep, played by the same uh, Donna Murphy, who was, uh, if I am correct, was the same lady who played Doctor Octavius's wife uh, in uh, Spider Man Two. Oh, yeah. yeah Makes out uh, better at this than she did in Spider Man Two. I'll, yeah. Yeah, then she's like 300 and some odd years old and got a real uh, Arwen Aragorn situ. No, no not know, Aragorn. Even that. No. no, Aragorn was also. It's, it's yeah, kind of like, uh, like uh, Picard has a thing for for Anish. Anish and. Angie. Angie, yeah, has, has a thing for her and, uh, you know, wants to, I don't even, I don't even really know. It's, it just feels like a lame romantic subplot. Yep. Cause it's not going to go anywhere. Cause nope. we got to keep the status quo. <laughs> it's like just... No one changes. Everyone's exactly where they were. They fucking fly away into the fucking wherever the hell nothing changed. The status well, actually, quo maintained. I do maintained. think Riker and Troy did get together again, <coughs> didn't they? Yeah, they do. They get married, I think. Yeah. I think that happens. I think that's a plot point in the next one. But, like... Mm-hmm. They have great chemistry, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he shaves. Riker shaves, says he's smooth as an android's bottom. Mm-hmm. To which J- Data feels and is like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My, yeah, ass yeah. My ass is... My ass is molecule. that. And, <laughs> yeah. uh... Well, there's another... I don't remember if it's here or a little bit later. Picard is... They're back on the Enterprise. Picard's And he dances. He dances. He's fucking cutting a fucking rug. He's listening to music. He's having a great time. He looks Computer, himself. play Mambo number five. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that would have been a fucking awesome. Um, he, uh, he looks in the mirror, and then he, like, has a realization. And then we cut to, like, Angie's door... There's a knock, and he she opens it. And no matter, I don't care if it's Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I don't care what great fucking actor of any era or any age says this. This line is creepy as fuck. Uh, he just looks her dead in the eye, and he says, how old are you? Yeah. Like, the first thing was, like, <laughs> middle of the night. It's 10 p.m. Some man that you barely know knocks at your door and asks you how old you are. Some gray-haired old man gray hair no hair and you're like she's like oh I'm, I'm this old and he's like okay thanks this is the starfleet census that was absolutely the correct answer i'm gonna start texting you now Bye bye 
<laughs> okay, cool, <laughs> thanks. That would be next bit. Looks around for the Starfleet equivalent of Chris Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just, uh, they they all talk. They're like, oh, how old is the kid? 75? And he's like, no, I'm 12. It's like, nah, Douche the radiation bag. doesn't work on him until he hits maturity. So that way we don't have ethical concerns like vampire children and all that. Yeah. I told you, perfect. This is a perfect planet. Nothing but perfect things happen here. Perfect radiation. Live light. Live uh, long and prosperous. This is the fucking dream, Captain. Fuck off. Yeah, this is uh, this is great. The only thing that could ever ruin it is the melt faces. Mm-hmm. Had to kick them out. <laughs> we had to kick all those damn melt faces. Yeah, they they had some upstarts that wanted to, you know, explore, and uh, you know, we showed them on their way. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go on, like, uh, our version of a rumspriga, and we said, you can rumspriga right out the fucking door, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You take that technology right out. We had a barn to raise. And... <laughs> it's like, they didn't want to chip in. So, yeah. we told Jonah he can fuck right off. And, uh, yeah, the planet uh, fixes Jordy's eyes. Uh, he had mentioned it. That his eye, the implants in his eyes were. Yeah, I actually, uh, for all the shit we're uh, you know slinging at the movie and for the dullness of it, I actually thought this was a really really nice scene. I thought this was really good. Yeah, he's like, I don't know how long this will last, but I'm know. gonna take this in. Yeah, which is cool. That was nice. Again, that's a great moment that deserves to be in a much better movie. Yep, with much better stakes. Mm-hmm. But still, a great moment nonetheless. <coughs> yeah. Um, so F. Murray Abraham is uh, Ruafo? Rufio? Rufio. I wrote it down as Rufio. He's leading, Rufio! All, those, leading all those youngsters along with fighting Rob Williams against Captain Hook. Yep, he's the only one that gets got. Yeah. He's... Is Rufio the only casualty of that entire He was. Battle? I'm pretty sure he's the only casualty of that. It's because he had the <laughs> sick fucking mohawk. And yeah. And dare to be Peter Pan. Well, nobody could be Peter Pan. Yeah. Except besides, Robin Williams. Besides Peter Pan. Yeah. You had to imagine that food. Oh, that. I'll, every time I watch that, I'm like, I wish. I wish I had, like, a feast and a bounty that looked like that. That looks so good. I think you just make different foams and you color them stuff. I don't care. It's the dream, Devin. It's the <laughs> dream of it. You have a food fight. Ah. Oh. With Believe Food. Mm-hmm. We got to watch Hook one day. Hook's great. Yeah, Hook's good. Uh, Rufio, though, meets the Admiral. And is like, hey, what are they all doing on these planets? Uh, we're, we're backing out of here. We want, you know, he's... He's making a whole bunch of demands. And, like, the, yeah. the Federation is dying. And uh, everyone's lined up because they can see it. They can smell the blood. Mm-hmm. They want to divvy it up. They want to cut up its carcass. Some people want the Vulcan. Some people want the Andorians. And then other people want to fucking blow up the Earth and spread humans around to the stars. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit, I say. We're going to live forever. We're going to live and conquer and be what we were never before, which is the best. And, yeah, like, you need our technology so that you can do things. Stay forever young, like <laughs> us. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, now we're at an impasse because they basically tell him that he needs to uh, Picard, like, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Go back. Aren't you needed somewhere else? Right. And so he takes the captain's yacht and they're like, Jordy, Riker, you guys go do the requisite space battle portion of this. Can't have a can't have a Star Trek movie without a space battle. Yeah, we need at least yeah, we need to have some space combat going on. And uh well the rest of us here we'll 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 fly down in the captain's yacht and we'll lead them to safety. I guess. Yeah. So I, it all gets very fuzzy. I was watching it and I was just it's hard to be invested in what's going on. It really is. Well, and so now we get like a march because they're setting up different like anti teleporter, like teleporter jammers, mm-hmm. and they have to go on an exodus to elsewhere. Yeah, over there to some caves. Helm's deep. Yeah, once you get to the caves, you can hold out there for days. Mm-hmm. No teleporter can get into a cave. Not once, not ever. No way, no how. <laughs> it's law of the universe. I never so, seen that happen in my thirty-five years in Starfleet. So, I had a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. My first question was, why don't you all just take the captain's yacht and like load up a whole bunch of people and like go in shifts? Isn't the captain's yacht faster than walking? Well, then they could, you know, they reject technology, Devin. They're not going to get in to captain's uh oh my god you're right yeah that is so fucking asinine yeah because what they they are doing (laughs) can they just beam them nope to where they need to go nope on the planet they're damn lucky they're even letting data walk around their goddamn uh their folk you know what i mean they're that oh yeah skittish also, Data bonds with the twelve-year-old boy who yeah. tells him that he needs to play more. Yeah. If he wants to be human, he has to learn to be a child. They have a whole scene where it's like, you know, Data's like, "I wish I was a as a boy. Mm-hmm. I never get to experience growth. My legs are eighty-three point six inches or centimeters, not inches." <laughs> I'm a tiny man. <laughs> That'd be a huge man. 83 centimeters, 83 oh, yeah. inches. That'd be fucking massive. <laughs> Tato would tower over him. He would have stilts for legs. Oh, that's even better. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. The rest of his body is entirely not proportional. He's just so he has is like stilt man. He has like seven foot tall fucking legs. <laughs> Uh, the wonders of playing basketball and singing Gilbert and Sullivan. <laughs> um, but yeah, they. Oh my God! Yeah, they have to prepare the citizenry. And this is yeah, they're under attack from drones that shoot them and play tag because it doesn't kill anybody. Yeah, specifically, they pretty much mention because I don't think. Except for the Sona, the bad the bad ones, there's not a real big body count in this, and I don't think any of the Baku die. I don't think any of the Baku die, and I honestly don't, besides the one ship full of Sona... There's like two ships, aren't there? Two or three ships? One of them gets set on fire. Riker blows up one of them, but the other's on fire, because they bring that up to the Admiral, and 
that's what oh the admiral dies yeah um but yeah mostly bloodless yeah which you know a star trek movie needs a certain amount of bloodshed hey nobody dies in a voyage home what happens in a voyage home the whales oh oh I'm sure somebody dies in a voyage home. We don't see it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the body counts of the various movies. There's that stripper that Kirk eats into a pool table. <laughs> <laughs> Is it she get got? Did that was that fatal? I forgot about that. <laughs> oh no, she probably cracked her skull. She's probably dead. <laughs> no, it's just tremendous strength. <laughs> He's the strongest captain there is, Devin. Um. Oh yeah, Worf goes through uh, Klingon puberty again. I guess. And yeah, we learn the time standstill maneuver. Yeah. With like hummingbirds. Oh yeah, fuck that was weird. This is such a blur. Like, so much just, you know, it's like, roll cameras. All right, that works. Next. Well, yeah, because the Enterprise, now, while this is all happening, like, it's two parts. Like, it's just a fucking boring-ass Trek, yeah. as opposed to the Star Trek. Mm -hmm. This is a stone Trek. Yeah. Riker gets into a battle with two of the Sona ships. Mm-hmm. Because he's trying to get past the Briar Patch to radio to Starfleet to get them to give a shit. Yeah. And Will Riker is so convincing that even one single word out would get him to be like, oh, we got to change your mind. Mm -hmm. Well, um, it is. That's Will Riker. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. We were going to move all these people, but uh, Riker told us not to. Alright, well, I think also it's, what is it, the threat of, like, being exposed to them. Well, there's they give some sort of bullshit reason that would be like, well, the Federation would, you know, see... Well, them. the people will yeah, vote. People will riot, and, you know. Yeah, so we gotta stop them. Mm -hmm. Riots in the streets of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, global capital. Mm -hmm. Capital of the entire Federation. Or at least Starfleet. Yeah, uh, Starfleet Academy is when I think all of the stuff is in San Francisco because I think Gene Roddenberry was from there. I think or lived there. Well, wasn't I know that the I'm pretty sure that the Federation president's office is in Paris. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea. Yeah. This is like this is that's the minutia that I always like learning about. Um. But yeah, the Enterprise, well, just wrap up what the Enterprise does. They do what's called the Riker Maneuver, or at least Jordy jokes that it would be that. Yeah. He scoops up some gas in the, the scoop that they have. Yeah. You know, and the they, Enterprise's big scoops on the side of the nacelles. Yeah, for Funnels scooping. it in, and then, like, siphons it in, and then flies past the two ships and kind of dumps <laughs> it. Just crop dust some. <laughs> it's similar to a fucking uh, a James Bond Aston Martin fucking oil slick in front of another uh, uh, set of cars chasing after it. 
But then, what is it? If they fire at it, or when they, they fire? Yeah, they fire, and it causes the gas to explode, yeah. and it kills one of the ships and disables the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Riker had a great line about, uh, they'll call it the Riker Maneuver if it's a success. So I imagine it's now the Riker Maneuver. It's that out-of-the-box thinking that my liking a Starfleet captain. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah, the uh, uh, the ground crew find their way to a cave. Mm-hmm. Um, which, at this point, Rufio has long since given up caring about moving these people off the planet yeah just fucking kill them kill them he shoots the the rocks and uh causes a bit of a cave-in and like one of the kids has a little critter Mm -hmm. looks like a like one of those puffin things from the later star wars movies yeah but smaller much smaller bird it's like a it's like a chipmunk yeah and he's like, I gotta go back after my chipmunk, and they they rescue him, but uh, and Angie gets like mildly crushed with rocks. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Performs a a Giles Corey light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll and save then, that chipmunk. And then, uh, you know, Picard stops time, which allows the away team to get to the lady faster because he stopped time yeah i don't understand how does that it's like get radiation that's what it'll do for you well i understand how they were just like oh you were crushed by some rocks here have this shot mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll work with your baku physiology which is identical except you have an extra appendix or whatever <laughs> you have like some sort of fucking <laughs> stupid extra organ <laughs> like, you have an extra kidney oh no that'd be useful no it's like yeah except for the fact that you have discolored fingernails like yeah. it has to be something like dead on they couldn't even paint something on their face <laughs> no or give them like contact lenses or something the lame the baku are the lamest alien race i've ever encountered fucking suck of all of the races that i've inquired there's the most boring (laughs) there's the most human (laughs) (laughs) um oh picard gets caught yeah that's right well, because he has to have the final battle with Rufio. <laughs> yeah, he's the Captain Hook to fucking Rufio's well, Rufio. Um, the Admiral gets. Uh, well, they're like, we're just gonna launch the probe anyway. Fuck them, fuck them all. Yeah. We're doing science here, people. We work forever on this harvester, and we're gonna harvest the shit out of this asteroid belt. Nobody's gonna stop us. Ahoy, ahoy, ahoy! <laughs> they press including. The they have, like, you know, it's all the melt faces and one guy with a giant forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird crew. Because they, they're not all the same melt face. They're all, like, I don't know. It looks like they have other races that are part of the part of the team. Yeah, well, and they have, like, the women melt faces. They look different. Unless, are they the only two sonar? Like, I got the impression that there were a few sonar. 
And then they, like, you know, just because they needed people to run the ship, they just hired other aliens as, like, part of the crew. Like, we'll, we'll give you a life, life extending radiation, it'll be fucking great. And they're like, Cause, sweet. Because, yeah, they, they, oh, at some point they did a DNA test and they figured out that the Baku and the Sona are the same. But we're, they were holding that for the audience's benefit, but I'd already fucking figured it out. It's like, pretty well, obvious if you're watching before. the movie. If you've seen other things at all, it's yeah. entirely obvious. Especially Star Trek stuff. But yeah. yeah. And uh yeah, Rufio kills the Admiral by putting him in the facelift chair and doing horrible digital effects to his face. Yeah. It's like, man, that could have been such a terrifyingly cool effect and nope. Nah. It's like I'm gonna put you in this chair and Microsoft fucking paint your face. <laughs> Look at that. I applied a fucking Instagram filter to you. Ah, ha, ha. Die, Doherty. 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 Whatever. Do or Doherty. <laughs> and, uh, well, the harvester consists of sails. Mm -hmm. This was the technology that the Federation couldn't figure out. Sails. Sails. Yeah. Well, it looks like, I mean, it's a cool design. I like the solar sail kind of look, but... Well, they're beyond money, so I guess they don't care about sails. Ha! Ha 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 ha! Ha. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, solar winds will be caught mm -hmm. by these Mylar sails. Yep. Yeah, so the harvester starts, uh, like, vacuuming up the asteroid belt. And they're all like, hooray, huzzah, yippee. We killed people. <laughs> We're the best. We're the best. We're A gonna plus number one. We're going to bottle this shit and sell it for no money. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> to who? Where are you? They don't have any money. <laughs> Just land on the other side of the planet, then. They won't fucking see. They got a lake. They got mountains. They got hay to hide in. They're happy as a pig and shit. They're not going to fucking notice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, Apparently, that's their pastime. Making quilts. Farming, hating technology, <laughs> in that order. In whatever order fucking pleases their agrarian sensibilities. They look up at the stars and they wonder why. <laughs> why, why, would why? Why, fucking, <laughs> why would anybody want to fucking bother? <laughs> they look up. They look up at the sky with a sense of disgust. Yeah. And they shake their fists <laughs> angrily. And then they tell their children to keep looking in the dirt. <laughs> yeah uh, and if you want to leave you get to be an outcast you want your face to melt that's how you get your face to melt mm -hmm. yeah you want to live forever or do you want your face to melt <laughs> yeah and apparently when you uh get to oh by the way angie can't swim she never took the time never bothered most of that planet's made of water never bothered to learn how to swim why? Why would you need to explore? We got everything we need in these five square blocks. <laughs> we got everything we could possibly want. We got irrigation systems made out of wood. Mm -hmm. I got hate hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I 
the fucking field mouse? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're a 350 year old woman, Angie. <laughs> no, so the girl it. just likes to hang, hang out and hey. Yeah. Uh, Data tries it. He looks like he's having a great time. I mean, he's not. He doesn't have an emotion chip. He's probably more feeling confused, but, yeah. you know. Indifferent, really. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they uh, were actually beamed into the holodeck. Yeah, there was a whole convoluted fucking plan about we're going to do an old, we're going to pull the rug out from under them. We're going to fucking, we're going to fucking make them rue the day they ever fucking crossed Jean-Luc Picard and never fucking relocated these 600 people. I mean, no. Also, their bridge is the same size as that village. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, it's a simulation. And then they all just fucking techno-babble each other. And they just fucking, like, hey, beam me over there. Okay, now I can go over here to the collector. And like, That's my problem. It's just, like, they keep going. Because you can't just, like, oh, we captured the bad guy in the pod. Yeah. Thing's over. No, the bad guy's got to go launch it manually because this is a movie. Yeah, he's got to keep, keep on keeping on. We also haven't mentioned that uh, he had a second-in-command named Galler. Gallatin. Yeah, that one. Uh, Gallagher. He, uh, <laughs> the watermelon smashing <laughs> the guy. Water, that's why they exiled him. He's smashing all their watermelons. It's uh, <laughs> all our food. He's <laughs> smashing the watermelon and he turns over the hay. Can't hide in that. <laughs> it's too sticky. It just clings to him. That's um, a, it's the Baku way to hide in hay. Yeah. <laughs> that's There's the title. Um <laughs> No, he was like, uh, Angie Angie said something where she was like, I recognize you. You're fucking uh, Martha Hastings' kid from down the street, aren't you? And he is basically That was like, my slave name. Yeah, yeah. That was my that was my non-melt face name. Um, and he's going to go. He t- tries to take Picard to the elevator to execute him. And then Picard basically just gives him this whole dressing down where he's like, you fucking make me sick. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Are you doing this to save your? Are you trying to plead to save your life?" He's like, "No, I'm pleading to save yours." Because mm-hmm. John Luke was about ready to disarm him and shoot him dead where he stood. Yeah, and then spit on him for his moral indecency. But yeah, that's where they get the teleporter plan, and they teleport the bridge crew in. But then the bridge crew manages to teleport themselves back. Yeah, and fight Worf. Yeah, and only Worf. Like, Worf takes on, like, five guys. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay, because uh, Picard is fighting Rufio, and he shoots some explosive gas, and then fucking Riker comes in and fucking goes on a collision course and shoots the sonar ship, mm-hmm. disables it, and uh, the day is... well. Yeah, and Picard blows up the uh, harvester with uh, Rufio in it and beams away, yeah. laughing maniacally. Ha 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 ha! Ah, to feel young again. <laughs> to go to the captain's yacht with the captain's just the uh, hot tub and fly away, mm-hmm. shooting his guns into the sky. 
and uh, the Baku and the one sonar guy reconcile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, everybody can come live on our planet again and fuck off with that Federation nonsense. And they're like, that's fine. The Federation saw the error of its ways and no one will be held accountable because anybody who would otherwise be put on trial is otherwise <laughs> dead. It's dead. <laughs> it's an open and shut case. <laughs> well, that cleared all that up. Isn't that convenient? Data, get out of the hay. We're going home. <laughs> but, Captain, it seems to be, I want to be having, as they say, fun. Ah, oh, there's no fun to be had in this movie. Let's get the fuck out of here. Nope. And they fly off. This movie's a uh, waste of time. Yeah, I said, this is my final note, I said, in the end, this is a very dry Star Trek movie with some charm, but not enough going for it to make it memorable. Yeah, it's like an okay episode of a TV show. Yeah, just long. That's, like, it it feels like they drew out, you know, I I think you could make a decent two-part episode without as much budget, Mm -hmm. but... Like, I just came away with a, why, though? Yeah. Like, man, I felt like I just watched some Star Trek. I don't know if it was good or not. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. No, it's not, like, it's not irredeemably sucky. It's just there. It's mid. Yes. And uh, I think it'll suffer in the overall rankings because of it. I don't know if I like Generations or this more. Then my minds are about equal. Yeah, me too. I agree. There, <clears throat> there's... I think I will put this... I think what I will... For now, I think I'll go uh, First Contact, this, and then Generations. Because I did like some of the the like uh, crew interactions between each other. So that was nice. So I'll, yeah, that at least I'll, yeah, I'll I'll put that to edge it over generations for me. I I I will agree because it would be just like Kirk that would edge out generations, and yeah. ultimately I don't feel like you get much from the rest of the crew sans data. Yeah, in generations they all just kind of feel tacked on and unnecessary. Right. At least they kind of gave everybody some stuff to say, and you know it did feel like there were some genuine camaraderie between them. Yeah, but uh, overall, just not as... It's kind of a dull affair. Mm. Next time, we round out our uh, revisit, our next-gen arc. Let's call it the next-gen arc. Let's call it the next-gen arc before we eventually go <clears> to <throat> the... Ke- we go re- reboot for the Kelvin timeline. Yes, and uh, we end it with uh, Nemesis. Yes. We see uh we see a bald man clone to do another bald man. Yeah, a giant one with a rocket launcher and he keeps saying stars. <laughs> I wasn't thinking you were going there, but yeah, that works too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the nemesis of the That'd the be a great w- that'd be a wicked crossover. That's your crossover, yeah. Yeah. Instead we get Star Trek Nemesis. We'll yeah. talk all about it next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and what did, what was the next one? Did we decided the next one? Oh, I thought you were going to announce it since it's your pick. Yeah, it's Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park! Or at least the first three Jurassic Parks. Yeah. We're going to Isla Nublar. And Isla Sorna. That too, and yeah. Back to Isla Nublar. Uh, I, Isla, 
I don't remember where three is. Uh, isn't San Francisco? No. No. Three? Three's with uh, Dr. Grant. They go back. Yeah, to... but then they do, they go back to, they go to civilization with, uh, right? No, that's Lost World. Lost World, they bring the T-Rex back. Man, it's been forever. We'll figure, we'll sort all this out when we watch <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs! Dinosaurs! Mr. D- Dino DNA. Bingo, bingo, Dino DNA. Be prepared for that. There'll be a lot of that. A lot of that. Yep. All right, but until then, I'm Devin. And I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.